Jai Jai Sitchitana Jai Nityananda Jai Advaita Chandra Jai Agoradakrinda Hare Krishna Hare Krishna 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 Hare 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 Rama Hare Ram 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 Hare Hare So today uh, I wanted to talk about Sri Krishna Chaitanya and Srimad Bhagavatam. Hmm. Chaitanya Mahaprabhu um, was uh, was no. The Srimad Bhagavatam takes an important place in the movement of Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. One could say uh, a central place um, because in one sense, the Chaitanya Charitamrita is also Bhagavatam because Chaitanya Mahaprabhu is perfectly, perfectly enacting the uh, the position of a Bhagavat. He is completely following the standards of pure devotional service as outlined in the Srimad Bhagavatam and implementing them in his life. So there's no difference between Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu and Bhagavatam. And therefore, and there's no difference between the teachings of Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu and Bhagavatam. Therefore, um, one can in one sense say, equate the two or say that the Chaitanya Charitamrita is an expansion of Srimad Bhagavatam. Um, I did a PowerPoint on this topic uh, long ago, and uh, I'll use that today as the, uh, as the basis for uh, our discussion. So, Srila Bhakti Siddhanta Saraswati Thakur uh, there's a book compiled from a number of lectures and articles that he wrote, and the book is called, um, published by the Gaudiya Mahat, Sri Bhakti Siddhanta Saraswati Thakur, Sri Chaitanya's Teachings. So, page 238 and 241. There were many who had read Srimad Bhagavatam before Srimad Chaitanya Mahaprabhu came to this world. However, the real purport and the actual object of the Srimad Bhagavatam is only comprehensible to those who've read it after reading the Sri Chaitanya Charitamrita. Sri Chaitanya Charitamrita was written by Sri Krishnadas Kaviraj Goswami, one of the chief followers in the line of Sri Rupa Goswami. These persons have read the Srimad Bhagavatam inside of the Chaitanya Charitamrita. So, so here, uh, it is, so here, Srila Bhaktisiddhanta is basically saying, through Sri Chaitanya Charitamrita, can we understand Bhagavatam? But that's interesting because Prabhupada used to say, uh, Bhagavad Gita, preliminary studies, then graduate studies, Srimad Bhagavatam, and postgraduate study, the um, Sri Chaitanya Charitamrita. 
But here we're seeing that Srila Bhakti Siddhanta is saying, we can only understand Srimad Bhagavatam through reading the Chaitanya Charitamrita, actually. Hmm. Srila Bhakti Siddhanta Saraswati Thakur, Prabhupada. He directed beginners to first go through the relatively uncomplicated Sri Chaitanya Bhagavad, then the more philosophically intricate Sri Chaitanya Charitamrita, and only thereafter Srimad Bhagavatam. If all the books in... So, well, okay. So this is from the... Uh, Sri Bhakti Siddhanta Vaibhav, page 163 from uh, Bhakti Vikash Maharaj. Now... One could say that uh, in Bengal at that time, the culture of Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu was still very much alive. Um, even if, if we're looking today at uh, Gaudiya Vaishnavism, it is very Chaitanya-centered. Um, also, when we go to, to Bangladesh, we see that all the uh, devotees are very conscious of of the Panchatattva and of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. Um, sometimes it appears that when Srila Prabhupada came to the Western world and he came and he put Krishna in front. Um, Krishna, after all, was... Uh, it wasn't so easy to spread Krishna consciousness in the Western world. And, but what to speak of Chaitanya consciousness? At least Krishna was a deity known, uh, a Hindu deity known throughout the world. Uh, whereas Chaitanya is, a, is an obscure personality. And, and therefore, Prabhupada first introduced Krishna uh, to the public at large, established Krishna consciousness, and then uh, established Chaitanya consciousness, although he was giving lectures on Chaitanya Charitamrita in, uh, in 1966 in New York, in the storefront. Uh, and in particular, he was explaining the teachings to Sanatan Goswami. He began there. Um, so, in that way, he had, to, had an overview of the philosophy of Krishna consciousness. Um, anyway, long story short, um, it's, uh, it may be culturally, uh, may have been more easy for people in Bengal to relate to the Sri Chaitanya Bhagavad, and then read Chaitanya Charitamrita, and thereafter the Bhagavatam. But in that way, they would enter into the Bhagavatam with the proper understanding of the mercy of Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, which is clearly uh, to be understood because we are approaching, uh, approaching everything through Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. How can we approach Krishna if we are not going through Chaitanya Mahaprabhu? It's not possible in this age. So in that way, Srila Bhakti Siddhanta Saraswati Thakur's 
uh, approach of first reading Chaitanya Bhagavat, um, then Chaitanya Charitamrita, and then the Srimad Bhagavatam makes sense. Srila Bhakti Siddhanta said, if all the books in the universe were burnt to ashes, there would be no loss if only one scripture remained, Srimad Bhagavatam. If millions of centuries of education disappear, there is no loss if teaching and learning the Bhagavatam continues. That's also Srila Bhakti Siddhanta, uh, Vaibhav, page 163. But then there's a story uh, where Srila Bhakti Siddhanta was in Assam and there was a situation of, uh, of a sudden earth tremor. And as a result, the local river just, just exceeded its banks and flooded everything. Srila Bhakti Siddhanta was on a higher area, so where he was, he was lecturing at the time, his area was not flooded. But the sudden flash flood, uh, it inspired him to speak about the Mahapralaya, the final inundation of the universe. And he was saying, so when the whole universe becomes inundated and, uh, and, and, and everything is flooded, what will you do? Uh, you'll grab your valuables, your Bhagavad Gita, your Srimad Bhagavatam, and your Chaitanya Charitamrita. And, and you go with these books and you are wading through the water. Uh, but then, then, uh, when it gets too much to carry, then uh, you may, and you have to let something go, then let the Bhagavad Gita go. But if you, and then you carry on with Bhagavatam and Chaitanya Charitamrita, but if it gets too much to even carry those two, and you have to let one go, let Srimad Bhagavatam go, because from Chaitanya Charitamrita, everything can be restored. Mm. So, in this way, uh, Srila Bhakti Siddhanta was, uh, was emphasizing the importance of the Chaitanya Charitamrita. In the Srimad Bhagavatam, uh, there are, it is a Mahapurana, and as a Mahapurana, there are 10 topics described. And a regular Purana has five topics, but a Mahapurana has 10 topics. And these topics are explained in the verse from the Bhagavatam uh, 2.10.1. Atra sargo visargas cha stanam pusanam uttiya manvantari sanukata niruda muktir asraya. Sri Sukadev Goswami said, in the Srimad Bhagavatam, there are 10 divisions of statements regarding the following. The creation of the universe, sub-creation, planetary systems, protection by the Lord, the creative impetus, the change of Manus, the science of God, returning home back to Godhead, liberation, and the summum bonum, described here as Asraya. So Asraya, of all the 10 topics, one is Asraya, which is Krishna, and all the other nine topics are Asrita. One is the shelter, and all the other ones are shelter-seeking. 
that is to be understood. Mm. So in this way, so the essence of all description in the Bhagavatam is Krishna. All other topics are related with Krishna. Hmm? Now the essence of all descriptions in the Bhagavatam is not Krishna alone, but rather Krishna is interaction with his devotees. And of all these devotees, um, it is Srimati Radharani who is the only devotee who can actually really attract Krishna. She is Sri Krishna Akarsani in the full sense. Krishna is always attracted by devotional service. He is Sri Krishna Akarsani. He can be attracted by devotional service, but he is fully attracted by Srimati Radharani because she's the full embodiment of devotional service. So the essence of all description in the Bhagavatam is not just Krishna, and all other topics are related to Krishna, but rather Radha and Krishna. And Radha and Krishna is Sri Krishna Chaitanya. Sri Krishna Chaitanya Radha Krishna Nayanya. <coughs> so, In the, um, we find, we were, we were discussing a few days ago about the first 14 verses of the Bhagavatam, and uh, I didn't finish it, I'll finish it later sometime. I got interrupted by Nishinga Chaturdas, he spoke about Lord Nishingadev, and today I just couldn't get myself to go back in these first 14 verses, so I'll do it another day. Uh, and I just went to this topic, Lord Chaitanya and the Srimad Bhagavatam. So after this first, the 14th verse of, uh, of the first 14 verse is the verse Panchatattvamakam Krishnam Bhakta Rupasarupakam Bhakta Avataram Bhakta Kyam Namami Bhakta Shaktikam. <coughs> <coughs> that verse. Um, that verse is uh, explained in the Gauraganadesh Deepika. That's where it is first found. So that is some uh, some 40 years, published some 40 years before the Chaitanya Charitamrita was published. And uh, But in the Chaitanya Charitamrita, that verse comes back and with great meaning. In verse is identified as coming from the diary of Swarup Damodar Goswami and it establishes the Panchatattva. Um, it is established Chaitanya Mahaprabhu is Bhakta Rupa, Lord Nichananda is Bhakta Swarupa, the self-same form but same time different, Advaita Acharya Bhakta Avatar, Gadala Bhakta Shakti and, and the Jiva uh, represented by Narada Muni or Srivas Thakur. Anyway, so then it explains how these how Lord Chaitanya appears in these five features. Then it is established that these five features uh, also appear with Krishna. 
Uh, so not only with Lord Chaitanya, but also with Krishna, because after all, Lord Krishna and Lord Chaitanya are identical. Therefore, it had to be so. So the Bhagavatam describes these five features. It describes Lord Krishna. It describes Balaram. It describes the avatars coming from Krishna. It describes the Shakti, uh, Shakti Tattva, Srimata Radharani, and, and some of her expansions. And it describes also uh, the devotees. Yeah. So in this way, uh, these five features are described in Srimad Bhagavatam. Pralada charitra or a druvara chiratra Satavritti karishasunina savahita. The Lord attentively heard the glories of Prahlad and Dhruva hundreds of times. The characteristics of Prahlad are described in the seventh canto of the Srimad Bhagavatam, and the characteristics of Dhruva are described in the fourth canto of the Srimad Bhagavatam. Sri Kadadar Pandit Goswami was the speaker of Srimad Bhagavatam, and Sri Gaurakasundar was the listener. He attentively heard topics of Prahlad and Dhruva's cultivation of devotional service from the mouth of Sri Gadadhar hundreds of times. Chaitanya Bhagavat, Antikanda, 10.35. Gadadhar would be reading Srimad Bhagavatam. And it is said that when Srinivas later went to meet Gadadhar in Jagannath Puri, who was still... Uh, still on the planet, Srinivas wanted to hear the Bhagavatam from Gadadhar since Mahaprabhu was hearing the, the Bhagavatam from Gadadhar. But what had happened was that Gadadhar, Gadadhar had cried so much while reading the Bhagavatam that the tears had washed out the writing on the manuscript. It had become illegible. So he couldn't read the Bhagavatam any longer. He was just just crying tears and crying tears. And, and Srinivas got the blessings of Gadadha. So Chaitanya Mahaprabhu was uh, uh, himself deeply absorbed in hearing Srimad Bhagavatam hundreds of times, these chapters. It is said that meant that that was his, his regular sadhana to hear Srimad Bhagavatam. Uh, it was not just that he quoted from Srimad Bhagavatam and his teachings as evidence and so on. No, no, no. He was hearing Srimad Bhagavatam. It was hun hundreds of times. And who has heard the pastimes of Dhruva and Palat? Hundreds of times. In Srimad Bhagavatam, Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, of course, is mentioned in Verse 11, 532. In the age of Kali, intelligent persons perform congregational chanting to worship the incarnation of Godhead, who constantly sings the name of Krishna. Although his complexion is not blackish, he's Krishna himself. He's accompanied by his associates, servants, weapons, and confidential companions. And then text 33. Jayam sada paribhava gnam abhistadoham 
tirtas padam sivavirin sinutam saranyam brityartiham pranatapala bhavaptipotam pande mahaparushati charanaravindam. My dear Lord, you are the Mahaparusha, the Supreme Personality of Godhead, and I worship your lotus feet, which are the only eternal object of meditation. Those feet destroy the embarrassing conditions of material life and freely award the greatest desire of the soul, the attainment of pure love of Godhead. My dear Lord, your lotus feet are the shelter of all holy, all holy places and of all saintly authorities. Sorry, I must read it like this. In the line of devotional service, and are honored by powerful demigods like Lord Shiva and Lord Brahma. My Lord, you are so kind that you willingly protect all those who simply bow down to you with respect, and thus you mercifully relieve all the distress of your servants. In conclusion, my Lord, your lotus feet are actually the suitable boat for crossing over the oceans of birth and death, and therefore even Lord Brahma and Lord Shiva uh, seek shelter at your lotus feet. And the next verse. Uh, o Mahaparusha, I worship your lotus feet. You gave up the association of the goddess of fortune and all her opulence, which is most difficult to renounce and is hankered after by even the great demigods. Being the most faithful follower of the path of religion, you just left for the forest in obedience to a Brahmana's curse. Out of sheer mercifulness, you chased after the fallen conditioned souls who were always in pursuit of the false enjoyment of illusion and at the same time engaged in searching out your desired object, uh, Lord Shamasunder. Purport. Um, well, this is actually explained in the Adi Lila, uh, in the Adi Lila 17th chapter. Um, Srila Prabhupada, of course, never wrote a purport to the 11th canto because he left the planet before completing um, the Bhagavatam. But he had, he dealt with this verse in the Chaitanya Charitamrita Adi Lila 17. In the Chaitanya Charitamrita in the 17th chapter of the Adi Lila, it is described that a certain Brahmana who was well known for being harsh and cursing others could not enter the Kirtan Hall, where Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu was performing Kirtan because the door was locked. Being very agitated and breaking his Brahmana threat, he cursed Chaitanya Mahaprabhu the next day on the bank of the Ganges, saying, I shall now curse you, for your behavior has greatly aggrieved me. You shall be bereft of all material happiness. However, Chaitanya Mahaprabhu felt great jubilation within himself, since his mission was Vairagya Vijanitya Bhakti Yoga. C.C. Madhya 6.254 To give up the illusion of material sense gratification is staunchly engaged 24 hours a day in the devotional service of the Lord. Therefore, Chaitanya Mahaprabhu took this curse as a blessing and soon after the Lord took sannyas. Thus it is stated in this verse that by the words of the Aryan, the Brahmana, Aryavachasa, Aryavachasa, uh, Chaitanya Mahaprabhu took sannyas. Jadagat Aranyam, and went traveling through the different forests of India on the way to Vrindavan and later South India. Chaitanya Mahaprabhu wanted especially to preserve the prestige of the Brahmana class, and therefore he decided to keep the Brahmana's curse intact. Mm. 
So that's very nice also. Um, Lord Chaitanya Sanyas is managed, mentioned. In the verse, it is mentioned in the verse of 11.534, how he took sannyas. And he left for the forest in obedience to a Brahmana's curse. Yeah, of course, in the twelfth uh, canto, there's the famous verse, twelve three fifty two, Vishnum Tritayam Yajato Makai Dwapari Paricharya Yam Kalo Tatari Kirtanat. Whatever result was obtained in Satya Yuga by meditating on Vishnu and Treta Yuga by performing sacrifices and in Dwapara Yuga by serving the Lord's lotus feet can be obtained in Kali Yuga simply by chanting the Hare Krishna Maha Mantra. Hmm. Nama Sankirtanam Yasya Sarva Papa Pranasanam Pranamo Dukkha Samanas Tam Namami Harim Param I offer my respectful obeisances to the Supreme Lord Hari, the congregational chanting of whose holy names destroys all sinful reactions and the offering of, of obeisances unto, unto whom relieves all material suffering. So, this is... It was 12.352 and now we're reading 12.13.23. Then in C.C. Adi, 155 and Adi 11 98 to 100. <laughs> I just read the English. We can uh, do it by because it is all uh, the, the, the Sanskrit is a little bit uh, messed up. But we can add the verses uh, in the transcripts. So Adi 1, 98. But these two brothers, Lord Chaitanya and Lord Nichananda, dissipate the darkness of the inner core of the heart. And thus they help one to meet the two kinds of Bhagavatas, persons or things in relationship with the personality of Godhead. One of the Bhagavats is the great scripture Srimad Bhagavatam, and the other is the pure devotee, absorbed in the mellows of loving devotion. C.C. Adi 199. Please add, add the Bengali. Through the actions of these two Bhagavats, the Lord instills the mellows of transcendental loving service into the heart of, the living, of a living being, and thus the Lord, in the heart of his devotee, comes under the control of his devotees' love. CCRD 100. So that is the, uh, yeah, the last is into last point. Uh, Sri Krishna Karsani, I mentioned before, Krishna is attracted by the service of his devotee. Here it is said, the devotee comes under the control of the devotee's love. So that is, that's very sweet. <coughs> in C.C. Adi, 
102, mm, five kinds of ignorance are described. Chaitanya Mahaprabhu and Nichananda Prabhu drive away the five kinds of ignorance of the conditioned souls. In the Mahabharat Udyog Parva 43rd chapter, these five kinds of ignorance are described. They are one, accepting the body to be the self. Two, making material sense gratification one standard of enjoyment. Three, being anxious due to material identification. Four, lamenting. And five, thinking that there's anything beyond the absolute truth. The teachings of Lord Chaitanya eradicate these five kinds of ignorance. Whatever one sees or otherwise experiences, one should know to be simply an exhibition of the Supreme Personality of God, its energy. Everything is a manifestation of Krishna. C.C. Adi 102. So, in the... Um, in the second chapter of the Chaitanya Charitamrita, um, Chaitanya Mahaprabhu is referred to as the Supreme Personality of Godhead. Well, basically, the chapter is establishing that. And um, it is speaking about the, the basis of the, of the chapter is eti chamsakala pumsa krishna subhagavan swayam indrari vyakalam lokam mridayanti yuge yuge sorry is eti chamsakala pumsa it is uh, it is known as the paribhasa sutra jiva goswami has identified this verse as the paribhasa sutra from the bhagavatam which means the one verse that lights up the entire text uh, uh, in other words, of all the incarnations, Krishna is established as the Supreme. And that same Krishna has now appeared as Krishna Chaitanya. That is the, uh, the point of Adi Lila, uh, chapter 2. Uh, the explanations there of evidence given, I will not now include in this discussion. So, in the CC, in the Chaitanya Charitamrita, Madhya 2546, how all the residents of Varanasi became Vaishnavas, um, there is a second meeting with the, there's a, or a, a second chapter dedicated to the description of the meeting of uh, Chaitanya Mahaprabhu and the Mayavadi sannyasis. It's interesting the way Krishna does uses these verse, these chapters. They're sort of out of chronology. Uh, he puts this once after the Panchatattva is described in chapter 7, Adi Lila, and he puts it after the, uh, after the teachings of Sanatana Goswami. Um, we'll get into that later when we discuss a full overview of, uh, of, of the CC in a, in a very summarized way. Just basically, Krishna does uh, the flow of, of reasoning of Krishna Das Kaviraj Goswami. Hmm. Now we're discussing how in Chaitanya Charitamrita Madhya 25, text 146, 
entitled How All the Residents of Varanasi Became Vaishnavas. Chaitanya Mahaprabhu is, is explaining. Srimad Bhagavatam is accepted as the essence of all Vedic literature and Vedanta philosophy. Whoever tastes the transcendental mellow of Srimad Bhagavatam is never attracted to any other literature. Sarva Vedanta Saram Hi Srimad Bhagavatam Isyate Tatrasam Rita Tripta Sya Nanyata Syat Rati Kvatsit Srimad Bhagavatam 12, 13, 15. So, in the Chaitanya Charitamrita preface, Srila Prabhupada is mentioning Lord Chaitanya's teachings are identical to those given by Lord Kapiladev, the original propounder of Sangya Yoga, the Sankhya system of philosophy. This authorized system of yoga teaches meditation on the transcendental form of the Lord. There is no question of meditating on something void or impersonal. So we're talking here about Achintya Beda Beda Tattva. This Achintya Beda Beda Tattva is is basically based on on Lord Kapila's Sankhya, who describes the one Supreme Personality of Godhead and then how that Supreme Lord has expanded into uh, all these different elements, uh, the 24 different elements. And uh, that is interesting uh, that the, the philosophy of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, Achintya Beda Beda Tattva, is based on Bhagavatam, based on the Sankhi philosophy of Kapiladev, which is quoted in the first canto. Uh, in this regards, we may also discuss uh, the first verse of Srimad Bhagavatam. Where it says that I am the origin, I'm the origin of, of everything in this world, and yet I am, I am all-knowing, but I'm also abhigya, all-knowing, and I'm swarat, at the same time, independent. So it describes how Krishna is existing separated from all his energies. And yet, all these, he is the origin of all these energies. So all these energies are his. So again, this is simultaneously one and many. Eko Bahusyam. So this is, uh, is also the first verse of Bhagavatam is also describing Achintya Beda Beda Tattva. Uh, whenever we go to uh, Vrindavan, one place I like to go is Brahmandagat. And in Brahmandagat, I always explain this very first verse of the Bhagavatam as establishing Achintya Beda Beda Tattva and also how Krishna ate clay. And then Mother Yasoda, she looked into the universe. Uh, no, sorry. And then Mother Yasoda looked into his mouth, and she saw there the entire universe. And as she looked into that universe in his mouth, she saw herself again looking into the mouth of Krishna, and there again she saw the whole universe, and there also she saw herself, and it just went on 
ad infinitum. And it is very interesting because she looks in the mouth of Krishna. Krishna is inside the universe. And yet, when she looks in his mouth, the universe is within him. So how is this possible? Huh? But this is the situation. It is, that is a chincha beta beta tattva. Krishna is in the universe and the universe is within him. Simultaneously, one and many. See Chaitanya Mahaprabhu in Adi Lila 7, text 122, is entering into the philosophy of Mayavat and is arguing with the Vivartavat philosophy <laughs> of, uh, of Sankaracharya. The rope and the snake. Is it a rope and a snake? We said, no, it is a rope, but in the dark it looks like a snake. It's the illusory energy, says Sankaracharya. It is Brahman, but it looks like it is transformed. No, Chaitanya Mahaprabhu says. No, Brahman, uh, but Sankaracharya says, Brahman is. Brahman is. It is not changing. It's simply, it, it is. Uh, Chaitanya Mahaprabhu says, Brahman is not the Supreme Lord. Brahman is the energy of the Supreme Lord. Uh, it's the energy of the Supreme Lord. And therefore, Sri uh, Chaitanya Mahaprabhu said, Brahman is the Shakti. And Shakti can give of byproduct, Shakti Parinamavat. I discussed it the other day um, in a lecture and in more detail. But this Shakti Parinamavat is, uh, is Chaitanya Mahaprabhu's philosophy. And that is, again, simultaneously one and many. It is the one Supreme Lord who expands himself into, through his energies and then produces byproducts, etc. But it's also all one. It is Brahmana Patistaham said Bhagavad Gita, everything rests on me. So, Achincha Beda Beda Tattva. So in this way, the Achincha Beda Beda Tattva um, philosophy of Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu has its roots in Srimad Bhagavatam. So when Mahaprabhu came to South India, he came to the Adi of Mandir. And as he came to the Adi of Mandir, he was in great ecstasy when the local Brahmanas were discussing the, the fifth chapter of the Brahma Samhita. As soon as he heard this discussion, he was totally, uh, totally ecstatic. Because when we're looking at, at the Brahma Samhita, it is completely, completely uh, describing the Bhagavad philosophy. It is the same, the same Siddhanta, the same conclusions of Srimad Bhagavatam. Are, are now found in the Brahma Samhita. And Chaitanya Mahaprabhu highly endorsed the Brahma Samhita when he found the manuscript. And that manuscript he gave to Ramananda Roy. It was widely copied. And all the Vaishnavas, practically all the Gaudiyas, they all had a copy of the Brahma Samhita. Um, I also have a copy of the Brahma Samhita uh, on my phone. And, uh, 
And I, I, I guess you also may have a copy of the Brahma Samhita. Mm. Oh. So there's uh, verses quoted in the in the uh, from from Bhagavatam and other sources in the uh, oh Krishna in the Chaitanya Charitamrita. Uh, one minute, here it is. Mm-hmm. Yeah, here's some statistics. Um, um, the Sri Chaitanya Charitamrita consists of a total of 11,555 verses, um, of which 851 verses are drawn from 53 other scriptures. Um, I had done this work also in the past, but it was um, done in, uh, in more detail by the Vanipedia crew, so I'm reading from them. Sri Chaitanya Charitamrita Adi Lila has a total... No, 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 I don't want to go there. Um, yeah. The top 10 quoted scriptures in the... Uh, also, I don't want to go... Where was this? Yeah. 53, and the top 10 quoted scriptures are Srimad Bhagavatam, quoted 393 times in the CC. Mm. Then the next is the Bhakti Rasamrita Sindhu with 87. Bhagavad Gita, 50 times. Vidakta Madhava, 34. Lalita Madhava, 21. Brahma Samhita, 20. Patma Purana, 20. Vishnu Purana, 19. Govinda Lilamrita, 19, and Chaitanya Chandradoy Natak, 16. Um, so Bhagavatam, by far, by far the most quoted scripture in the Chaitanya Charitamrita. And Bhakti Rasamrita Sindhu from Rupa Goswami. We can see that Rupa Goswami is well, uh, well quoted. Uh, his Vidakta Madhava, his Lalita Madhava is given. Um, then... Um, his Bhakti Rasamrita Sindhu. So uh, that is a total of 55, 130, 142 verses quoted from Rupa Goswami. So Rupa Goswami has a, has a strong voice in the Chaitanya Charitamrita evidence that is presented. Mm-hmm. The uh, Brahma Samhita is quoted 20 times, so it is also given great importance. It is only, only a short, uh, short work, uh, the fifth chapter. The Padma Purana and the Vishnu Purana, 20 and 19 times quoted, are two other Sattvic Puranas that are used as evidence. Um, the Govinda Lilamrita, 19 verses, is Krishna Das Kaviraj Goswami's 
own composition, his own writing, he's quoted that. And then Kavikarnapur is Chaitanya Chandadoy Natak 16 times. That's the top 10. Other scriptures are also quoted. Um, and uh, But I don't have that here right now. It's... Uh, mm, there's a nice, nice list in the back of the one volume CC. But I'm traveling at the moment and I, I don't have it with me. Mm. We see that in the writings of Rupa Goswami, um, the Bhagavatam is also principal evidence where the, uh, the Bhagavatam, for example, in the Bhakti Rasamrita Sindhu, is quoted 120 times. The Satsandarbha by Jiva Goswami. <clears throat> the Satsandarbha is a commentary on Srimad Bhagavatam. And the Tattvasandarbha, one of them, establishes Bhagavatam as the principal evidence. Itihasa Puranam Panchanam Vedanam Chandogya Upanishad 712. So I made that point before that the uh, Chandogya Upanishad is Sruti, it is an Upanishad. So in person, they're only accepting Sruti as evidence coming directly from the breath of the Lord. But a smriti is supposed to be remembered. Uh, Sruti is what is heard. And smriti is what is remembered. So they are not accepting smriti. So therefore they are not accepting Bhagavatam, which is smriti. Or for that matter, the Mahabharata or the Ramayana as reliable. So therefore... Uh, they dismiss the Mahabharata, they dismiss, and that includes Bhagavad Gita. But, ah, my nose today is upset because of the fast and then the late eating last night. <sighs> okay, back to Itihasa Puranam Panchanam Vedanam from the Chandogya Upanishad. So now in the Upanishad, in the Sruti itself, the Smriti is established as the fifth Veda. And then, and that is Jiva Goswami. He writes his Tattva Sandarbha, systematically establishes Bhagavatam as evidence, and then in the remaining Satsandarbhas, he just uses Bhagavatam to highlight various philosophical principles and teachings. Um, which highlight the uh, philosophy of Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. Sanatan Goswami. The Briyad Bhagavat Amrita is elaborating on the Bhagavat philosophy. We see in the beginning, Uttara, the mother of Maharaj Pariksit, she comes before him and she is uh, she's saying that, uh, oh, Oh, he has heard the full Bhagavatam and there still seems to be time left. He's still not bitten by the serpent. So she's asking for him to share what he has heard 
but he doesn't have so much time. So he takes the essence of the Bhagavatam and presents it in Briyad Bhagavatam Rita. Sanatan Goswami uh, elaborates in Briyad Bhagavatam Rita on the Bhagavad philosophy. He also wrote Vaishnav Tosani, a commentary on the 10th canto. Um, and then um, there's the famous dream of Sanatan Goswami. <coughs> and in that dream, in that dream, Sanatan Goswami is uh, one Brahmana is coming through his door. This is before he, but he was still a young man when he lived in his original village um, in, in Jessore's district. At that time, he dreamt that a Brahmana came to his door. And this Brahmana, this Brahmana was, uh, was giving him a gift of Srimad Bhagavatam. So he was extremely happy to receive the Bhagavatam. Then he woke up and ah, it was only a dream. But later that day, that very same Brahmana came to the door and did present him Srimad Bhagavatam. So that made it even more special. The dream made the whole thing like ordained. And it says in the Krishna Stavamala that Bhagavatam became his constant companion. The story of the dream is found in the Bhakti Ratnakar. Yeah? And the Krishna Stavamala is saying that Bhagavatam was his constant companion. So, okay, whenever he was not reading Bhagavatam, he was absorbed in Bhagavatam. Yeah? And of course, we see that in Ramakali, when the Nawab came and to find out why Sanatan Goswami was no longer coming to work, uh, that it turned out he had reported sick, but meanwhile he was at home with a group of Brahmanas discussing Bhagavatam. So Bhagavatam had a major part to play in, in his... Uh, Mm. Then um, there is the final verse of Srimad Bhagavatam, which is not in the PowerPoint, but which I will quickly read to you. Mm -hmm. Oh. So this is the final verse of Srimad Bhagavatam. Let's read the Sanskrit. Nama Sankirtanam Yasya Sarva Papa Pranasanam Pranamo Dukkha Samanas Tam Namami Harim Param I offer my respectful obeisances unto the Supreme Lord Hari, the congregational chanting of whose holy names destroy all sinful reactions and the offering of obeisances unto whom uh, relieves all material sufferings. Twelfth um, um, Canto, chapter 13, I think it is. Yes, 13, text 23. And see the verse. It is said, Nama Sankirtanam. Yeah. It speaks directly about the congregational chanting of the Holy Name. And it is saying 
I offer my respectful obeisances to the Supreme Lord Hari, the congregational chanting of whose holy names destroys all sinful reactions, and the offering of obeisances unto whom relieves all material suffering. And so we see that uh, the Bhagavatam also ends basically with referring to Nam Sankirtan, which is the particular mission of Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. So in the 11th canto, we see Chaitanya Mahaprabhu is described. And we see that after Bhagavatam, uh, Bhagavatam, it is said, is the book for Kali Yuga. Krishna Swadamo Pagate Dharma Gyanadi Bhi Saha Kalo Nastadrisam Esa Puranako Dhanuritaha. It is said when Krishna left for his transcendental abode, Dharma and Gyan went with him. But Kalo Nastadrisam Esa. And then in this age of Kali, all vision was lost. But Puranako Dhanuritaha. But that, the Bhagavatam, is again lighting up everything uh, and giving full transcendental knowledge. And then the Bhagavatam points in its conclusion at Nam Sankirtan, which is the Yuga Dharma. Uh, and therefore we see that the connection with, with Srimad Bhagavatam and Chaitanya Mahaprabhu is not just a, a casual connection. It is the natural connection because this Bhagavatam is specifically meant for that purpose of, of, of giving vision when vision is lost after Krishna's departure. Right? Um, and that vision it gives, the vision of pure devotional service, and in conclusion, the vision of Nam Sankirtan. In this way, we can see the intimate relationship um, that exists between Sri Chaitanya and the Bhagavatam, and that basically at the very core of his movement, the Bhagavatam is there. Therefore, it is not surprising that Krishna Das Kaviraj Goswami writes like that in the beginning, that he says that Lord Chaitanya and Nichananda drive out the five types of ignorance by dot, 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 dot. And if I would ask people to fill in on the dot, most people would write by Harinam Sankirtan. But actually what Krishna does writes is by the two Bhagavats, the two Bhagavatas, book Bhagavat and person Bhagavat. So in this way we can appreciate um, Rupa Goswami establishes that there are five principal limbs of Bhakti, the, mo the first and foremost, the chanting of the holy name, and then also hearing Srimad Bhagavatam is included in the five principal limbs, the Panchanga Bhakti. So Bhagavatam is very much, very much central to the movement of Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. Inseparable, one might say. Thank you very much. And... Uh, Thank you for being with us every day. And I hope that uh, we will get the opportunity to spend many more days like this, discussing Sri Chaitanya Charitamrita. Thank you very much. Hare Krishna.